Is that Adam Schefter? Yes. How are, how are you, man? How you doing? Good. Robin feels disrespected because when we when we arranged this the other day, and you said, no, I don't need to go through Robin. Just just tell, put it right through Tony. Well, you, well no disrespect to Robin. Uh, listen, I, I, I try to limit the interaction I have with I have enough interaction with enough people. And so I just, if I could just streamline, you told me Thursday, 3.30, here it is. I, what do I need to do that with Robin for? It's nothing against Robin. I thought it was, you know, you're becoming a germaphobe now, and you're worried about <laughs> contact with human beings and stuff. And I'm thinking, but this is just a phone call. Robin's not going to transmit anything through the lines if she were the one who contacted you. <laughs> no, I just, well, I, you know, again, I've had it so many times where all of a sudden uh, I've had it happen where someone reach out, hey, can you do this, can you do this, great, yes. And then all of a sudden, I'm, I'm, I'm dealing with the emails with two or three more people. That, that I don't want to do. No, I hear you, man. I'm just busting your chops. You know that. Well, how you doing there, Tony? I'm doing good, man. Now, a lot of people have been saying, what's wrong with Adam Schefter now, man? He's, like, worried about everything, the draft. And the NFL must be mad at him because he's saying, I can't believe we're going to do a draft, and now they're going to do it virtually. Mm-hmm. And so that stuff really, really seems to bother you because I've known you a long time. And people are saying, "Why? what's gotten into Adam Schefter? Well, no, no, no. He, first of all, you know, let me say, you know, I, I want football back as much as the next guy. Like, that's my job. That's my living. Uh, football has been great to be around, to cover for 30-plus years that I've done it. And it's been great. So why am I not allowed to have one stance on one topic in regards to draft? It's not that I don't want the draft. My question is, what I didn't understand is they're doing the draft on April 23rd. And by the way... When they do it, then it'll be great. It'll be great. It'll give people a diversion. I'm not trying to take people's diversion away. My only question, living in New York, being near ground zero of all this, why did it have to be April 23rd? Why couldn't it have been May 23rd or June 23rd? That's all. And you know what, Adam? As, as one who thinks everybody should have the right to their opinion, I had no problem with that. People went crazy because you gave a personal opinion about your job and what you think would be a better thing. You, you're not the commissioner. You didn't. Nobody changed anything because of your opinion. Right. And yet people were killing you because you had the because you had the audacity to give an opinion. Tony, Tony, let me explain something. Okay, I, my college roommate, his mom died. Okay, four days ago. The next day, uh, I had another friend lose his mother. I've got three cousins with the virus. I've got a niece with the virus. Why am I not allowed to move it back away from the apex of it all? Why am I not allowed to think that? You are. You okay. absolutely are. No, so why would people be killing me over that? What, I, what's the, I don't they, know. They, they, you, you saw it. I mean, I'm not the one who's doing it because I, I, I defended your right to give an opinion, especially since you work for ESPN, which is obviously a part of the NFL. You guys have a contract. And so that, my, my point is I'm lauding you because you have the backbone, even though you work for a company that doesn't, you know, Disney doesn't like people having strong stances when on they partner things. with. When you're a partner, yeah, that's yeah. the way it works in our business. So I'm giving you credit for for, for making that uh, proclamation or giving your opinion in a world where nobody wants anybody to give their opinions anymore. Well, uh, again, that's just how I felt. Uh, I look forward to the draft whenever it is. I just felt it would be in better taste to have it a little later. That's my opinion. Sorry. You don't have to be sorry for it. And I'm not sorry for my opinions. People come after me all the time. You know, we still live in America. You can still say whatever you want. Now, some people can't say what they want 
Because, you know, as we talked about, you're a local rights holder of a team, and, and the guy on the radio goes on and rips the team, and then the general manager gets a phone call, hey, your guy on the air is ripping our team, and we're in bed together, we're partners, get rid of him. You know, none of that's, mm-hmm. that's the kind of stuff that bugs me. The fact that you are so respected and you are an NFL guy, and that's what you do for a living and have for a long time, I, I, I'm perfectly fine with you having the right to say that. Well, I, I appreciate you saying that, Tony. We've known each other a long time. And uh, appreciate your support always. Thank and by you. the way, congratulations and welcome back to Sirius. That's, that's a big get for Sirius. You've always been a pioneer in this industry. You've always been a legend in this business. And uh, you should have only have great things that happened to you in this business. And I sincerely mean that. You know how I feel about you. We've, we've gone back. We've done radio a long time together, right? Back when you were the president of the Pro Football Writers <laughs> Association of America in Denver, Colorado, remember? <laughs> There you go. <laughs> See that, Tony? So that, that, that gives people an idea. So that, that, that puts us on the map, you and I, 25 or so years, right? Exactly. No, I'm happy for you, man, because you are, you know, when you see people that you, you, you knew a long time ago and they move up the food chain and you've obviously worked your way there with your great work, work ethic and family man and you care about things that really matter to everybody. But, you know, we, we're going to do this. We're going to do it. And now we got the draft coming up. We now know what's going to happen. But there's concerns yesterday. John Harbaugh was talking about worrying about the, you know, the logistics of all the technology and people being, you know. Well, they're so paranoid. These yeah, coaches. you know, somebody hacking into the personal information databases. They're scouting info. The scouting info and the player information and all that stuff. Are you worried about any of that stuff? I'm not, because I'm not <laughs> smart enough technologically to figure out how to do it. <laughs> but I can tell you that, you know, there are people that are concerned about it. I mean, you know, listen, you know, football coaches by nature are paranoid. You know, they know that anything can happen at any time. And so they're going to be taking safeguards regularly to make sure that their practices aren't seen, their Zoom conference calls aren't hacked into. And, again, we're dealing with a scenario that we've never encountered before, you know, with the draft unfolding in a way that's never been done before. And so, you know, teams will go through it in their own ways, and, and this is what some people feel. Hey, Adam, they, they actually uh, are now giving money to six charities. It's going to be, the draft is going to be a, like a virtual fundraiser now for six charities, including the American Red Cross, the CDC Foundation, All of Us, Feeding America, COVID-19 yeah. Response Fund, etc. Do you think they, they, they added that as a result of maybe some negative blowback that they got for doing the draft at all? I think that was going to be part of their planning, and I think that's the way that they believe that they should do it now because the sooner they can raise the money, the sooner they can dispense it to these organizations that need the funds right now. Everybody needs the funds mm-hmm. uh, so that they can do it that way. The NFL, that, that's how the NFL likes to do these things. And when it kicks off games this season, and we hope that there'll be games and it won't, there won't be any issues and that there seems to be that sense, uh, you know, I'm sure there'll be tributes to first responders and doctors and nurses. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, league, the league has been pretty good about that over time. Talking with the great Adam Schefter from ESPN. Now, there's a lot of stories floating around there. Of course, the Jadavian Clowney story, whether or not Seattle are going to make a deal with him. There's different reports. Mike Garofalo, Garofalo. I, I always say Garofalo because I'm Italian. But Mike Garofalo over at the NFL Networks talking about that, that even though there's been a lot of people speaking up, including his quarterback, he's going to go back. He wants $20 million. The offer is not even close. What do you see happening with Clowney? Well, he's waiting. Listen, if you're a free agent and you're on the street on April 9th, 
clearly free agency didn't work out the way that you thought. And he went into free agency wanting north of $20 million a year. And he had three sacks last year. And there are teams that like him as a player, but they don't like him enough to pay him $20 million a year. And he's not going to get that on the open market. And so now you've got Seattle interested. You've got Cleveland interested. Um, Those really seem to be the two spots that have expressed interest. And the question is, does he want to take a deal that he believes is worth less than what he thought he would get? Or does he want to wait and see who doesn't come up with a pass rusher in the draft or who loses a player to injury at training camp whenever that happens? So these are the things the players go through over time. What about the whole uh, situation with Cam Newton and Jameis Winston now, both still on the street, both I I assume would want to be a starting quarterback somewhere. Who do you think is more desired at some point? Well, it's just different, right? You have Cam in a situation where teams would want to get medicals on him, Mm -hmm. and they can't do that right now. I know he passed a physical in Atlanta with an independent doctor, and the Panthers said he passed a physical, but that doesn't stop Team X from wanting to get a physical done with its doctor, and they can't do that right now. Plus, the timing is such that Cam Newton becomes a free agent after Philip Rivers signed in Indianapolis and Tom Brady signed in Tampa and Teddy Bridgewater signed in Carolina, where he came from, and the Bears traded for Nick Foles. And so places that needed a quarterback filled their hole. And then you're going to have other teams that fill holes in the draft, i.e. the Bengals with Joe Burrow, Dolphins. the Dolphins with whoever they go with, Chargers are there. Right? There are going to be other quarterbacks. Someone's going to take Justin Herbert. Someone's mm-hmm. going to take Jordan Love. Someone's going to take Tua. And so when those things happen, it's going to be a situation where there's even fewer openings for him. So no, nobody's going to pay him what he's used to making, I don't believe. And so you know, Cam Newton's going to want to take a one-year deal and hit the free agent market. You know, One-year deal, no tag, can't tag me, and I hit the market again next year. Mm-hmm. Do you think the, the, I, there was a couple of stories floating around yesterday which were debunked is the situation in New England where Cam Newton had supposedly reached an agreement with the Patriots, and that obviously turned out to be fake. Is there a possibility that the Patriots take a flyer on Cam Newton up there? I know they have Stidham, the young kid, but they have to have a reliable backup, don't they? Or at least somebody who could push Stidham if he doesn't work out. Well, that's, that's where they went out and signed Brian Hoyer, and the Patriots are in a situation right now where they're about a million dollars under the cap. And so you've got to draft your players, um, and unless they make a dramatic move and move on from a highly paid veteran or pull the tag on Joe Thune or trade their franchise player in Joe Thune, then they couldn't afford a quarterback like that. And and I think that the way New England's thinking today, and, you know, we'll see who's on the street or what happens two, three weeks from now, two, three months from now, but I, I think that they believe They've got Jared Stidham. They've got Brian Hoyer. They'll draft a guy at some point, and they'll bring those three quarterbacks to camp and may the best man win. What else is happening today that you can give us at this particular time as breaking news exclusively on the Tony Bruno Show on Sirius XM <laughs> 211, the Dan Patrick Channel? You, you think news just materializes just like that? I'm actually waiting for, for confirmation of one little thing here. Um, no, it's not a big deal. Just It's not an actual news story, but it's it's one of hope and optimism because I'm full of hope and optimism, Tony. Just, I know to, that. Well, just, I need to, prove, just to prove everybody wrong. I'm full of that, too. I've I been full of some. a lot of things for these 
Adam depressed me with the tweet that he put out, what, 21 hours ago now. <laughs> uh, the 2020 NFL. No, no, no. It was, it was about the uh, the doctor in California. In that Santa was Clara or something? 17 the, hours the, ago. The city, the city administrator. Yeah, yes. that guy. Jeffrey Smith. I, when I read that, I was, like, really depressed. Yeah, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to mitigate that with, my, with the next little piece of information here as soon as I can just get it confirmed. Awesome. Okay. Hey, Adam, seriously, though, like with this draft being such a unique situation with everybody in there, you know, sequestered to their own locations, was there any thought at from the NFL's perspective to lengthen the amount of time between picks? No, but I, what I think you're going to see happen is that if, uh, let's just say, the Dolphins are trying to trade up to number three with Detroit. Right. And they initiate a call with the league office with two minutes left on the clock. I don't think the league is going to say after those two minutes expire when they've been on the phone with both teams, up, oh, we're on to pick number four in the New York Giants. They're going to work with the teams and be understanding of the fact that everybody's in a different situation than they've been in before. Hmm. And they'll extend that another minute or two or three or whatever it is to make sure that business is conducted properly, that everybody's got a fair time to do what they need, and that business gets done so that there aren't any hiccups or situations like where the Vikings missed their turn back in, what was it, 2002 or three with Kevin Williams, and the other, turn, the other team rushed to turn in its pick, and then the Vikings had a take. I don't think we're going to get any shenanigans like that. And I think the league will be reasonable and understanding of teams that, that haven't wrapped up their business by a certain time. I know you got to go, and we have to go too, but i got to last ask you about this Colin Kaepernick, the – daily Colin Kaepernick or the weekly or the monthly news that's floating around? What's floating around? I don't know. Are you going to get a tryout again? Nobody can get a tryout, so I don't know why anybody's even thinking about that. But apparently there's a uh, sports center the right Jets. now. The Jets. the Jets have signed Colin Kaepernick to a one-year, $9 million contract. No. It's, a, it's a fake that's account. It's a fake it's account. It's a fake account that tweeted yesterday that Cam Newton was going to New England and credited me with both stories. Yeah, that's a fake just, account. Just look to see who's... It. I don't know. Somebody just put it up on the screen. I can't see. It wasn't see. me. No, yeah. Ro- I think Robin put it up because that's what happens. It's a fake. Yeah, sp- it's a fake. It's at super tough scene is the account. So that person should be hunted down. <laughs> and how does Jack, who goes after people on Twitter for the most innocuous things, how does that account not get taken down and, and reported as spam when everybody will see that from a distance? Because I said you, you said you had something coming up soon, and I thought you were holding that back from us. That's why I thought it was you, because I didn't couldn't see it from from far away on the big screen. No, no, no. You know, yesterday they they reported that I was reporting that Cam Newton was going to New England when I never reported that, and today they're reporting that I'm reporting that Colin Kaepernick is going to the Jets when I never reported that either. So you 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 you've asked me about both those situations, Tony, <laughs> and I would just I would recommend that you look at the blue check mark. I, I always do, the, Adam. I always yeah, do. It, that was Adam Scheffler. No, no, I, not Adam no. That Schefter. was a Sports Center. That wasn't oh. even Adam. That was a fake Sports Center. There's a fake Sports Center which I follow religiously, <laughs> but then the yeah. real Sports Center I follow too, and I always know when it's the right one. But again, I saw it on the big screen. Robin put that up on the big no, screen. No, so what they do is really smart though because they tag Adam. The exactly. real one, as if they're giving it for real, but you can't see the check mark. All right, after this show, yeah. I'm going to find this guy. I'm going to yeah. hunt him down like a rabid dog. Adam, always great to talk to you, buddy. Thanks Cody, so welcome back to the airwaves of Sirius. Great to hear your voice. Good luck with the show. I know it'll be a huge success. Thank you, sir. Thank you so much. Adam Schefter, ladies and gentlemen, let's give him a roaring round of applause. Shall we?